0: hello welcome to apple weekly episode 25 the place for all the latest apple news and rumors you can listen to this podcast live on instagram and appleosophy.com be sure to follow us on twitter at appleosophy and on facebook okay so um I'd like to welcome back Praveen to this week's episode. So Praveen, thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me on Holden. Second time in two weeks.
0: So the first story we're going to be talking about is, can you guess? Yes, AirTags. This is what we're going to be talking about first. So our team discovered first reported the confirmation of AirTags with with the Apple Support Video leak. you'll see the article on our trending page um but we, we first we first reported this you're probably wondering how th- this all happened so basically what we so just to give some um what happened in the background is one of one of our writers um um basically found out he he discovered this first and he he reported to me he wrote the art he i was we were all like oh my gosh apple just <laughs> leaked air tax i'm like how and here's the funny part, okay? So, going into it, basically what happens is, um, so I prove we prove the article, we publish it. Five minutes later, uh, it's on Mac Rumors, Nine to Five Mac, TechCrunch. It just, whew, it just exploded. And then twenty minutes after that, Apple immediately deleted the YouTube video. Well, they put it on private, and so. <laughs> I'm really amazed how fast Apple reacted in their global security team. I think they're called, um, Apple global security. I'm, I'm really surprised how they reacted to that and re- just pulled the video. I'm I'm just imagining, imagining how that turned out. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely, um, one of, probably one of our biggest stories of the year and yeah, it was definitely a big fine. So Praveen, um, so, what are your thoughts on AirTags? What do you think the price? Do you have any ideas what you think the price could be? I haven't seen any, I haven't seen too much rumors about it. But what are your thoughts?
1: So, um, obviously, three major things. First thing is, um, how did the you know how did the support video get that AirTag mentioned in there? How did that leak? Obviously, they were using some sort of beta version of future beta, and they just used that device to you know screen record the support video. So, not a smart move. But again, that's how we got that information. The second thing about the pricing. So again, we don't have too many leaks on that. And I'm guessing it's not going to be cheap, at least $80 for an AirTag, I'm guessing. If it's a bundled, maybe, you know, three for 200 or something like that, but it's not going to be cheap. That's my guess. Um, also, another thing is, um, you know, the company Tile that makes these type of uh, little trackers. So I was 13 actually removed support for background location tracking. So you can only, you know, uh track your location when you're in an app yeah you know, while using the app or just allow permission once, not always. So Tile actually, you know, lo- I think it launched multiple lawsuits against Apple that, you know, this is uh, you know, stopping the competition because they're making competitive product and you know they updated their software not to allow tile trackers to work. So um also um there's a frequency bandwidth that Apple does not give access to that the iPhone has, which will allow um, you know these trackers to work well and obviously apple is going to take advantage of that uh frequency when they make air tags so again uh this is just a- apple classically you know finding a good product making a better version of it and you know releasing it and again it's not going to be cheap it's not going to be cheap
0: cheap either i'm guessing the 99 the 99 range oh right. i think the cheapest could possibly go 79 dollars but probably the same price as an Apple TV remote. That's what I'm guessing. I think the Apple TV remotes either fifty. I think it's seventy nine. I believe though. Um, I could be. I'll have to double check that.
1: But that's actually pretty cheap for you know with the, with the touchpad and the you know Siri. That's actually pretty cheap.
0: Yeah, I actually need to get a new one for my Apple TV because it's um, yeah, I, uh, I dropped it and the whole screen, the whole it, like the glass on it cracked. It, it still works, um. right? But yeah, it's really sad. I, but these days, I just use my the Apple TV remote app. It's so much easier too, especially with the shortcut on the control center. You just just 3D touch it. Oh, sorry, not 3D touch. Haptic touch it, and then yeah. But uh, this by far is probably one of our biggest stories. We um it pretty exploded everywhere this week. I'll say it's probably one of the biggest news last week. But um, yeah, it was definitely it was definitely um. A shock, it was really shocking. So our last, so our last reveal. So the things we discover is it's stuff Apple leaks on their own. For for example, the iPhone 10s smart battery case. So Apple accidentally mentioned that in their merchandising document for Apple resellers. We got our hands on that document, and they had they're not supposed to have the iPhone smart battery case in it. And that's how we discovered the iPhone 10s smart battery. Apple's making a smart battery case for the iPhone 10s. That's basically how we discovered it. And so looking into that, yeah, it was just, whew, it, was, it was, it was, it was a. Last week was fun, I have to say, and definitely busy. Right. But yeah. But my perspective. So some people are asking, "What are AirTags?" So, so again, so AirTags are the t- they're like Tile. If you're not if you know what Tile is, it's just basically this device but it's basically a tracking device. You can help find your stuff. For example, your keys, your ooh, maybe your backpack. You can just put a t- you can just put a tracker in there. Um, so basically, it's like a little keychain, right? So basically, AirTags is the is competing with um, it's going to be competing with Tile, and Tile is not not happy. <laughs> They're, they're pretty pissed right now to be honest with you um but they say they say it's um not right i think they say it's anti competitive or something like that i don't know right it, but Kyle uh, called out apple and i'm and uh say it's not ethical or something like that but yeah it's definitely interesting and well i i hope to be talking about air uh air tags i was about to say air power i'm like nope <laughs> <laughs> i have the, I have a bad habit that whenever i'm like I like, type in air power first. I'm like, no, I meant AirTags.
1: I mean, it, it there's a there's a ton of Airs. so it's you know, AirPlay is difficult, AirDrop.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the next story. So Apple releases um, some just an update for to fix some bug fixes with FaceTime. So Apple released WatchOS six point two point one, and they also released Mac OS ten point fifteen point four supplemental update one. It basically this fixes. So basically, there are two updates that fixes an issue to FaceTime, and basically the update. If you don't know what the update is? Um, if you, if you didn't hear last week. So the basically the problem was that it fixes an issue where um, Mac computers running macOS Catalina ten point fifteen point four cannot participate in FaceTime calls with devices running iOS nine point three point six and earlier, or OS 10 El Capitan ten point eleven point six and earlier. So basically it was a bug that was prevailing um you couldn't FaceTime with older ios versions around ios 9 and it will copy 10 error type uh, macs um so initially we all thought um apple was phasing it out but it was actually a bug um initially right. and this bug right. also fixed fixes an issue where a USB-C port and your mac may become unresponsive very important bug and the update also brings some uh, performance improvements to the Retina, to the new MacBook Air Retina 13-inch 2020. So those are the fixes with that update. And the it's a, it's a similar story for watchOS uh, 6.2.1. It's uh it's, it's a similar story there. It just fixes that bug issue, like that was mentioned in, um, that was mentioned with macOS. So move on to, we're going to move on to the next story. HBO Go and HBO Now is losing support on Apple TV second generation and Apple and Apple TV third generation soon. So basically, I, I, I own the Apple TV uh, fourth generation, so um, it's been a while since I used the third generation. So basically, um, so basically, HBO has announced that the app for the HBO Go and HBO Now apps will soon be gone as of April 30th, 2020. This means that on April 30th, users of the older generations of the Apple TV will no longer be able to watch content from from the HBO Go and HBO Now apps and from older Apple TVs. Currently, HBO Go and HBO Now are available on the Apple TV HD and Apple TV 4K. And these are the two newest versions of the Apple TV that have tvOS, Apple's newest operating system for its Apple TV streaming services. So um my thoughts on this this isn't a basic, this isn't a it's not really surprised they they are the the, the the no they are older Apple TVs. I wish they kept it for the ge- third generation Apple TV cuz I know some people who actually still use that. Um and they just discontinued the second, but it kind of makes sense you're thinking about it cuz they are getting old. They're they're probably going to get on the vintage list by Apple soon. I don't know if they are already. They could be. Um it's on out I'm pretty sure the Apple TV first generation doesn't even work anymore, or something like that. I, I read. I remember reading that they shut down the iTunes store for Apple TV first generation.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: But yeah, that, that's basically about that. Um, so we're gonna be moving on to the next story. Um, we're just getting some fast. We have, I'm gonna. We have some fast news coming. So Apple announced their announced q2 2020 earnings and this earnings meeting will be happening on april 30th so um it's gonna be very interesting to see their earnings especially with the covid 19 pandemic going around um so apple put it apple already noted that their um they apple put out a um apple already mentioned that their quarterly guidance issued on january twenty eighth, 2020 um that was basically the best information available at the time, Apple said. Uh, Apple is expected to have second quarter revenues to be in the $63 billion to $67 billion range. But the company warned that it may may be way lower due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So Apple already put out a, a warning around January, February that it's going to be a low. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what the results will be with all the Apple stores closed around the world and sorry not around the world all the Apple stores around the world except in China China Yeah it'll be really it'll be interesting to see um what Apple's financial results will be for the Q2 2020. There's,
1: they're still doing pretty good though. I mean, they're still, you know, raking it in online sales. People are ordering online. They're doing deliveries pretty quick. So they're still doing decently. Again, not as great as they would have with their retail locations, but they're still doing pretty good.
0: Yeah, exactly. So if you want to listen to the Q two two thousand and twenty financial results meeting, you can you can go to investor.apple.com and it'll be available. You can listen at two o'clock p.m. Uh, PT and five o'clock and five o'clock p.m. Eastern time. But um, actually, I'm actually in, actually own some Apple stocks. Um, I, don't, I don't really attend these investor meetings too much. Uh, I just listen just because um, sometimes Tim Cook. Hence the hints to investors like ooh, this could be coming like I, they tim cook has done that a few times that's why I like that's why i'm right. like joining so i can report about that but um uh, it just it's one of those things that like um it's just it's not for everyone just i'll say if you own stock or something like that it'll be important to go to but yeah so so i don't be talking about a lot of apple tv stuff this week but there's actually been Quite a bit of Apple TV news. So next we'll be talking about Apple TV channels and most, most importantly we're going to be talking about Epix. So the Epix channel is now temporarily free on all on Apple TV channels. So if you have some free time to watch some TV through the Apple TV app, you might be happy to know that you can get free access to the Epix channel and Apple TV channels for a limited time. Epix is allowing those to watch content from their service, um from apple tv channels in the apple tv app to have free access until may 2nd so just to point some popular films I can potentially watch for free without signing up uh some popular films such as avengers the hustle and elton john's rocket man the apple tv app is a free app available to use on the iphone ipod touch ipad apple tv and mac and is also on the amazon fire tv roku and selective smart tvs so talking about the compatibility, I actually haven't tried the Apple TV app on Amazon Fire TV, Roku, or any of those. I'm really curious how if there's a difference between the Apple, like, I'm just really, I'm really curious if there's actually a difference in the design-wise and, function, like, and um, functionality. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next story. So we're going to be talking about AirPods. So basically, this is a very unusual situation that we haven't seen from Apple, or it's just a story you just don't see too often. But... Replacement AirPod units sent by Apple are unusable due to unreleased firmware in the AirPods. So basically, Apple is shipping out replacement so people who break their AirPods and need a replacement. The replacement AirPods are not even working because it has unreleased firmware and you can't connect both of them together. And it's like, I read reports when people had to like get replacements like three, four times to just get the right one with the, with the right f- firmware. But, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. It's just something that we don't see too often.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty major financial screw-up as well because they have it's to, true. like, ship it back and forth, back and forth. It would have been actually easier for them to just release a software update that will just allow the unreleased firmware to run or, like, update that or some, something along those lines.
0: Right. And some... And... Uh... So the firmware, so some replacement AirPod used by Apple haven't been working as it should be for as it should be for many users due to unreleased firmware in it. But if you recently received a replacement AirPod from Apple, it may be running the unreleased uh, firmware called 2D3, which is preventing you from using it with uh, your other AirPod, which runs the publicly released firmware. Um, but this is a very this, we don't really see this happen too often. It's very interesting to see that. Um, So we're gonna move on to the next. Story. Um, we're we're going to be talking about Apple Pay. So we, do, we did have quite a bit of Apple Pay news this week. So we're going to be off with number one. Universe. So Universe website builder gets Apple Pay support. Number two. Tractor Supply. if You know what Tractor Supply is? It's based in the U.S. A tractor Supply company adds Apple Pay support due to the coronavirus. And third, there's been some reports that Walmart could be testing Apple Pay um, in their stores. So to talk about Walmart and Apple Pay, so basically, so basically talking about that going on, uh, we if you go to Apple Maps, some some Walmart locations are showing they support Apple Pay. So the question is, we're having we, right now we call this a rumor because we do not know if they actually have it in the stores. We haven't seen proof, but according to Apple Maps, they have Apple Pay. So we're either thinking, number one, this could be a bug with Apple Maps, or number two, Walmart's actually testing Apple Pay or they have an NFC reader on one of their POS systems because once someone uses Apple Pay for, for the first time in a store, um, Apple guides the location data and puts on Apple Maps. I tested it out myself. I was at a place that didn't have the Apple Pay badge, and on Apple Maps, I used Apple Pay, and two days later, I looked back on Apple Maps, and the Apple Pay logo showed up. So that's that's obviously how I, how I know Apple's doing that. So...
1: um. I think even David David reported that Target um, uh, removed support for Apple Pay. Is that right?
0: Uh, it's not Target. Target has Apple Pay. It was um, I have to look into that, but it wasn't Target. Target, Target, gone all out on Apple Pay. They have it on their website, their store, the app, um, POS systems. Target, I gotta give I gotta give credit to Target because um, they they all have Apple Pay. And yeah, I think it's great.
1: Okay. It, it was Staples. They removed Apple Pay support from their website.
0: And that's probably like the worst time it can remove Apple Pay because number one, we're in a pandemic, okay? But people- yeah.
1: actually, actually, this is only from its on, on its website, not from the physical store location, not from the retail location, right? So I read that wrong.
0: Okay. Still, it's a little weird why they'll remove it. Like, it doesn't- co- right. right. I don't think it costs people money. Okay. But that's all the Apple Pay news that we have. We're be talking, next, we're going to be talking about signing with Apple. We haven't talked about this in a while or report anything about this. But um, some apps are starting to implement signing with Apple before the June 30th deadline. So signing with Apple was first announced at WWDC 2019 with iOS and iPadOS 13. When you can use signing with Apple on an app, Apple automatically fills out your information. Uh, so you can even choose a random email address to register on the app, which will forward all mails to a unique and random email address to your personal email address. If you see that the app is saying unnecessary and spam emails, you can easily uh, turn the unique and random email address off. This way, you can be registered to apps and services without revealing your personal email ID. So moving on. So basically, the deadline for apps is to implement Sign with Apple was recently extended uh, from April 30th, 2020 to to June uh, 30th, 2020. Regardless of the extension, a few apps like the New York Times, Medium, iFTTT, Ritual, and dozens and Fiverr have already implemented signing with Apple ahead of the deadline provided to them, which is on June 30th, 2020. We do not see this option with signing with Apple. It'll it'll be rolled out soon to users gradually. Um, so basically, I believe what the uh, I hope I'm if I'm correct about this. I believe that the requirement is that. Um, basically, you have to number one. Uh, it has to be apps that have Google or Facebook sign-ins. So, uh, so if you ha- so if you use if you have Google or Facebook sign-ins, you have to have a sign-in with Apple. I believe that's what the requirement is. Um, right. But have you signed with Apple before, proving
1: I haven't uh, used sign-in with Apple before. I just like you know. Either I just create the email account, like, you know, just go and, like, enter my email and, you know, do it through that. I don't even use sign in with Google or Facebook as well. I just, like, go manual.
0: So I so this is what annoys me. I wish there was, like, a thing you can, like, switch it. Like, so, so, so for example, Fiverr, I have a Fiverr account, right? And they recently added sign in with Apple. I wish there was a way I could, like, transfer it to sign in with to sign in with with apple instead of making a complete new account signing with apple that's my only thing about that right because i like right. that I, would I, be nice
1: that would yeah, be nice
0: yeah that'd be cool if they added that but yeah it's definitely interesting um i love that i think the, i think i can see it coming to social do you think it'll come to social medias because they offer for example um i know there's some social media platforms that offer multiple sign-ins am i correct about that
1: Right. But then if you look at that, like a lot of social media apps are cross-platform. So they have, um, you know, Android support. They have like web support. So if you do sign in with Apple, it's going to be only on your, you know, your iPhone. But then it gets more complicated when you want to try to log into like, um, you know, Android or something like that. So that's why a lot of cross-platform apps aren't really, you know, hopping on yet. But I guess they have to soon
0: right and it's an app store requirement if they don't by the june 30th deadline um it'll be breaking the app store guidelines which can potentially get their apps their app removed or apple will not be accepting updates from the app until they add this feature um but yeah okay so moving on we're gonna be talking about macbook pro yes we're talking about macbook pro so we're gonna be talking about um, so there's some sources going around saying that the the new thirteen-inch there'll be a new thirteen-inch MacBook Pro that'll be coming in the following weeks. So ever since the introduction of the uh, of the internet as we know it, rumors and leaks have been spread all over it. Um, but Apple, being one of the biggest and most popular companies in the world, obviously has been reporting this. But moving on, um, John Prosser, the twenty twenty MacBook lineup could get another. Um, you can get another model as soon as next month. So according to uh, um, John Prosser, who's an Apple analyst, I'll say, um, he says that if everything goes well, new 13-inch MacBook Pro codename J223 coming next month. And he also put out a note saying that, no, it's a refresh to the current 13-inch. So the bigger 14-inch display upgrade is a big possibility. So, so putting that into terms, we can see a new MacBook Pro coming within a couple of weeks or months. Or it's really hard to say because of the COVID-19. It could, really, it could be slowing Apple's production down still. Because most, most Apple employees are working from home these days, and so it's a little tricky. But we can definitely expect a new MacBook Pro coming soon. So, Praveen, what are your, what are your thoughts about seeing a new MacBook Pro? What would you want in it if, you got, if Apple made a new MacBook Pro?
1: so obviously when if they make a new macbook pro i like one they're gonna update the 13 inch either to be uh you know a new 13 inch or like they'll make that into a 14 inch and we can expect that they'll upgrade the keyboard from the butterfly uh, mechanism back to the old uh you know what they fixed on the 16 inch macbook pro so that's one thing and um most probably the escape key the physical escape key will also be making a return the same way it did with the um, sixteen-inch MacBook Pro, so that's either gonna be on the thirteen slash fourteen-inch MacBook Pro, whatever um, um, they release, and um, so this again, this will just be like updating with this uh, larger screen size, possibly. But then um, what we're really looking forward to is you know there's been rumors of this for a long time, like that Apple's working on, uh, you know, an iPad Pro esque MacBook Pro where the display is rounded. Uh, you know the bezels are seemingly non-existent with Face ID, so um that's the one that I'm most excited for. But again, um I don't really use a fourteen inch; I use a fifteen inch right now, and um maybe I might upgrade to a sixteen inch if um you know later on when they make the iPad Pro one with you know with the Face ID, so it'll look like an iPad Pro, but it's a MacBook, and um so yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. But then. Um, I'm not a fan of the smaller display size, so I won't be going. I won't be, uh, you know, too interested in a 13 slash 14 inch MacBook Pro upgrade.
0: Right. It'll be really interesting to see how they implement FaceTime. Sorry, not FaceTime, Face ID. Face ID. I said FaceTime. <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how they do it. You think they'll put it by like the camera? like around that area? Yeah, it'll,
1: it'll probably like, like 99% is gonna be right next to that camera. But then, you know, a MacBook with Face ID would be really interesting cause you can just open the lid and it's unlocked, you know? Cause like normally you have to open it. And a lot of time, like people don't realize this. They think that Touch ID on the MacBook is, is like, you know, flawless. It's not flawless. If you have like a lot of windows running in your computer and you put your computer to sleep, um you know once you you know press on the touch id button it you know the touch bar lights up but then it takes another like 5 seconds for the display to light up and then it unlocks like it's not super fast like an iphone it's actually pretty slow especially like even with like i think my macbook uh it's not maxed out but it's an i7 with 16 gigs of ram so it's an it's almost it's an almost maxed out i7 not an i9 but again like you know even then i have a lot of windows running a lot of chrome tabs a lot of safari tabs i hit that touch id button when it's asleep and it takes like 10 seconds to unlock so face id would obviously you know make that much faster i uh, i assume
0: i think so too so next we're going to be talking about apple retail stores so the u.s apple retail stores could be could be they could be remained closed until early may 2020 According to an internal memo obtained by 9 to 5 Mac, Apple's SV, um, SVP of Retail, Deidre O'Brien, told store employees that Apple will continue to support them during this difficult time of the COVID-19 pandemic. O'Brien notes that flexible work arrangements will continue to be will continue to remain in place, and Apple will provide frequent updates to store teams. So I'm not going to read the whole uh, memo, but Apple provide uh, we have the whole memo posted on AppleInsider.com, so if you want to read the full article, you can check check out um, AppleInsider.com. But basically, they say that they're doing um, they're thanking the COVID-19 Apple also dedicate COVID-19 response team, which basically what they do is evaluate how COVID-19 affects everyone at Apple, put it in simple terms. So, and it also mentions that um, Apple is supporting you, and they cont- they're going to t- continue put their best efforts on fighting the virus um what they're basically saying in the memo to put in short terms um but yeah um so i'm gonna read the first paragraph so i first want to this is from dj o'brien um uh, head of apple retail i first want to share an update on apple's covid 19 response here in the u.s at this time we anticipate that flexible work arrangements will will remain in place for all offices and all retail stores will remain closed until early may we are continuing to monitor local conditions for every Apple facility on a daily basis, and we will make our reopening decisions on a basis of thorough and thoughtful reviews and the latest guidance from local governments and public health experts. As always, you can check the People site for the latest information. So if you do not know what the People site is, it's this Apple internal website, which basically gives them um, information, gives them in- employee news. Um, it, 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 it basically offers them um, it's an internal website for Apple employees only, as I put in short terms. Um, but if you want to read the full article, it'll be available on Um, So Praveen, um, what are your thoughts on Apple's COVID-19 response? Uh, personally, I think they d- they've they been doing good. They've been, I know Apple's been making masks and um, face covers, I know. Um, and they've been donating um, money to um, the local businesses, like what they said in WWDC, for WWDC 2020, what they plan on doing is basically they're going to be doing to small businesses that were, um that were affected by covid-19 um basically, so basically put in terms um businesses that didn't get because obviously Apple's not doing WWDC uh, 2020 this year um Apple will be donating to these businesses that um they'll be missing out on uh the profit so Praveen, what are your thoughts on this
1: so, um, obviously, yes, they've been doing pretty good. I think Tim Cook announced on his Twitter that um, Apple um, donated 10 million masks, I think. Not 10 million dollars, 10 million masks, which is great. Because, like, one mask uh, N 95, I think, costs, like, 20 to 40 dollars. It's, like, super expensive. Like, they would have gotten it cheaper. But, again, it's it's still, you know, a lot of money, a lot of masks. Another thing that I really like is, you know, their support website, you know, the COVID-19 app and you know the website where you can go and you can like answer the questions and if you guys don't know you can just go um preferably it's for the us not for any other countries because they've designed it based on cdc guidelines but you can just go answer some questions you know have you ever traveled to these countries do you fit you know do you have these symptoms and based on that it tells you whether you need to get tested or not so um it's really good you know the website's you know amazing and that app's amazing so anyone can just go on they can check if they need to get tested or not so that's pretty good um so apple's doing pretty good and the thing is there are some companies that are taking advantage of uh you know the pandemic and trying to use it as a pr stunt you know as marketing and stuff so i think i remember um you know virgin orbit um they started you know making their own uh ventilators. And uh, for those that don't know, there's a huge difference between a mask, a respirator and a ventilator. A mask is just basically what you wear normally, you know, respirators are just more complicated masks. A ventilator is like a huge, uh, you know, it's a very complex machine that allows people to breathe. So it like forces air in and uh, into the lungs and like extracts air back out. It's a very complicated machine. And Virgin Orbit, they're making their own ventilator, Tesla. They're trying to manufacture ventilators. And, uh, you know, there are other companies that are trying to do the same thing. But, you know, ventilators are very, very complex medical instruments. They're not something that, you know, um, I, I personally think a car company or a rocket company should be designing. It's something that should be left to medical, you know, experts. And so, again, you know, a lot of companies are trying to take advantage of this as a PR stunt. Thank God there's no Apple ventilator out there. You know, they're not, you know, Messing around with this kind of stuff, but I don't think companies should be messing around uh, with the pandemic It's a very serious thing. They shouldn't be messing around with it. Um, you know as a PR stunt, but Apple's doing a pretty great job
0: I think so too. Um, but I know they've been rolling out an N- N95, N95 mask to Italy and European countries and the United States and Apple's efforts been doing great. Um, I think they're doing a good job Okay, so we're moving on to our last story for today's episode So our last story is Apple may launch its over-the-ear headphones at WWDC, and AirPods X coming later this year. So there has been a lot of rumors regarding audio devices around Apple, by Apple, uh, a cheaper HomePod, AirPods Pro Lite, um, basically a cheaper AirPods Pro, and and Apple over-the-over-the-ear headphones have been rumored for a long time. John Prosser, a a, a credible Twitter leaker, he has said in a tweet that Apple's over-the-year headphones will most likely cost $350 and launch in uh, WWDC, which is in June. The coding for the device is B515. Last month, 9to5Mac obtained codes from iOS 14, which contained two icons of over-the-year headphones. These headphones will target the beat Studio 3 and the Bose 700. In another report, uh, Digital Times earlier. Uh, reported that apple may release an airpods pro Lite. john prosser says in his tweet that it may be called the airpods x which may launch at the end of the year um and they predict that it could launch around september or october probably in a, in a special event well if we hopefully it could be online virtually or we'll see so the airpods second generation and the airpods pro were announced directly on apple.com and if this will launch in a special event there will be groundbreaking features in these new airpods john prosser says that the codename for this device is b517 these airpods may cost 200 according to Prosser, and will target the beats x which is half the price of the rumored airpods x so moving on so basically apple is um really going in on the in in the audio business they um, which doesn't surprise me because they bought Beats in, back in 2014, and I still think, of, in my opinion, I think those are a great move by Apple. Um, Beats, Beats, uh, company-wise, Beats was a little similar to Apple, so it kind of made sense, and it it's just something I could that really benefited Apple. Beats was part of the reason why Apple Music exists because they used, um, I know they used some stuff from Beats to help create Apple Music. So Praveen, what are your thoughts on um, Apple's uh, upcoming over-the-ear headphones, AirPods is What are your thoughts?
1: Well, obviously, if you compare, like, the first thing people are going to do is compare Apple's headphones um, to whatever is similar in Beats, so uh, either the Solo or the Studios. And um, as we all know, the, qu- the sound quality in Beats sucks that's like a universal fact beats is only for like the show for the branding the audio quality isn't good so when apple makes a version of their own uh you know beat studio or beat solo uh, we can expect the sound quality to be uh, much better and obviously one of the main reasons people are going to uh, be buying um apple headphones is for the integration with ios so like you know take your headphones out it's automatically paired you know siri integrated and you know all that kind of stuff so um that's the main reason why people are going to be buying these headphones the audio quality is going to be great and it does seem kind of confusing like why keep the beats branding and you know apple brand separate but again you know the people in apple boardrooms you know they've been doing this for a while so they know what they're doing and um if i had a choice between buying a beats or like an apple similar product i would probably go for an apple similar product
0: i think i would too I used to own the Beats X, actually. I, I lost them. I don't know what happened to them. So, <laughs> right now I'm just using my um, Apple earbuds that came with my iPhone eleven. So I'm, I need to look for some new headphones. I need to get some new headphones, earpods or AirPods, something like that.
1: Yeah, I just use AirPods right now. Um, I do have a Beats Pro and a Beats Studio, but they're both wired and um they're from a you know old time. I don't even. They're just like in my room. I don't even touch them.
0: Was it before
1: Apple bought Beats? You think the Be- the Beats Studio was after Apple bought Beats. The Beats Pro. Fun fact about the Beats Pro: the Beats Pro was actually from a time uh, before Apple bought Beats, but it's still the it's the, it's still the most expensive Beats headphones. Four hundred dollars. That's the most expensive uh, over years in Beats, and they haven't updated that headphone. in, I I don't know. I think it's been like eight years or something. Eight or nine years they haven't updated it and it's still listed there people still buy it it sounds really bad you know but people still buy it and it's still the most expensive model
0: <laughs> right I see what you're saying so yeah if i bought i'm really curious what apple's gonna do so i'm so airpods uh, uh airpods x what people are saying um it's that, again. That one's aimed for September, and October, and then Apple over the headphones aimed for WWDC. I'm really curious what Apple over the ear headphones design. Imagine just having Apple logos
1: like on the side. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think they'll do that though. It'll look. It'll look kind of weird, like Apple logos on the side. I I have a feeling they'll just keep it plain. You know, like the AirPods, just keep it plain.
0: Right, and then John Prosser also thinks that. Um, this could be a phase out for Beats and make it more Apple, um, right? right? But that, that that that's of course a possibility. I can see why they'll do that if that makes sense to you. But we'll see what they do. Well, Apple, of course, Apple already made AirPods. Those are Apple branded, not Beats branded. And having two brands, I think what they really want to do is just make one brand. So it's just it's just a lot better, I guess, you can say. But there's right,
1: right, right now the the Beats brand is very confusing. There are some. Um beats speakers and uh, you know, even I think the, the I think the latest Power Beats has Lightning, but the ones before that, the Power Beats 2, micro USB, some of the beats pills still have micro USB. Some have lightning. It's just like all over the place. It's really confusing at the moment.
0: I agree. Um, but it will make sense if they I, I do understand why if they do make um you combine both brands together, it, that makes a lot more sense because you already have AirPods which is Apple branded and AirPods Pro, it's right. Apple branded. It makes a little bit more sense that so they um, migrate some of the Beats products over to an Apple branding, um, but that's my thoughts about that. Anyways, uh, Praveen, thank you for joining today's episode. It was nice to have you again.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was pretty. It was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, I had, I had a fun time too. So, um, so be sure to check us out on Instagram at Appleosophy, Twitter, and Facebook, and of course, for all the latest Apple news and rumors, visit Appleosophy.com. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and um, we'll be back again next week, live on Instagram again, and Chris will be joining us next week. Um, So but I look so um, look forward to Chris joining us for next week. Um, But Praveen, um, I'd like to have you back again soon.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me on.
0: Awesome. Well, I hope you guys have an awesome day and um, we'll be back next week. Bye.